Sasha. Hey, Courtney. It's so hot outside right now. Yeah, seriously. Thanks for that blizzard earlier. You're welcome. Speaking of blizzards, winter. So cold. Right? What can you do when it's winter time? I think there's only one solution. Is it to boondle up? There's maybe two solutions. What's that? Well, I always say, build a man a fire. He's warm for a day. Set a man on fire. He's warm the rest of his life. It's poop hour. you'll put out the fire that I set oh. on. Anyway. Anyway. This is Spoop Hour. We are a paranormal comedy <laughs> podcast. Coming out the gate Coming real out the spicy. gate real spicy today. That's Sasha talking. This yes. is Courtney talking. Yes. We, as always, can be found on Twitter and on Instagram at Spoop Hour, and you can always communicate with us via email at spoophour at gmail.com. The blizzard aforementioned in the opening that is that is, is from dairy story. queen dairy queen please sponsor us yeah we'll take payment in like one free blizzard a month yeah i just cheap as, as soon as courtney gave me my what was it very berry or summer summer berry, berry cheese summer berry cheesecake blizzard i horked it down she sure did and i courtney still has hers i do <laughs> i eat cold things really slowly i always have like I, at jmu we used to get ice cream yeah and i would always be the last person with ice cream just because i eat cold things slowly <laughs> I like the consistency of milkshakes, so I always let my ice cream kind of thaw out to Same. that, but I was so hungry today. Do things uh, happen? Yep. Oh, I have to tell you a story. Oh, you have to tell me a story. Based on the story that we told in the intro. Oh, yes, please. Spontaneous combustion. Combustion. That's our that's our topic today. Spontaneous <laughs> combustion. So when I was in Florida visiting Andrea, my best friend, who works at the haunted school, and we have a haunted school update, but we'll get to that, her husband, Will, is the one who did our theme song. Yeah. And... You know, it was her birthday, so those of us who weren't pregnant, which is everybody but her, we'd been drinking, and so he was he was fairly tipsy, and he was like, you guys, I wrote this music for this fucking podcast, let's listen to it. So he pulled up one of our episodes, So, and of course it's the one where there's the like long promo for a live stream for the cure in the beginning. I was like, not this one, pick a different one. <laughs> this already happened. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and this was like weeks ago, it was before it happened. Anyway, so... He plays the theme song, and then I told him, you know, we have the shortened version that's sped up, and it makes me laugh every time. Mm-hmm. And then he played that, and he's like, the theme song's too long. I'm sorry that I wrote it so long. You should use the sped up version, and I meant to, like, tell you. But while we were listening to it, at the end of it, he goes, are the jokes in the beginning of your episode supposed to be bad? <laughs> and I go, yes. And he goes, oh, okay, good. <laughs> okay, first of all, her- how dare he First work? of all, how we- dare you? We work so hard on those jokes. They're not bad. They're funny. They're great dad They're jokes. They're great So fuck jokes. you, Will. Thanks for writing our theme song. He's a dad. He should know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he more meant that they're like not supposed to be like not, you know, because dad jokes are bad jokes. I don't know. 
<laughs> you're so offended. No, it, so I, it made me laugh so hard because he just like, he just casually was like, so the joke's at the beginning. And I'm like, yes, that's how they're supposed to be. <laughs> anyway, we'll get a new theme song from someone who loves our jokes. <laughs> or we'll ask him to rewrite it. <laughs> yeah, punk. punk. No, well, he already wrote us a holiday version. We'll yeah. just use the holiday version year round. I think that one's still just as long. It is. Yeah. It's arguably longer. Because there's more jingling. <laughs> jingle bell, jingling. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, did anything spooky happen to you this week? Not to me, but okay. I got a haunted school update. Sure. And well, we're I, on the topic of Andrea, the haunted school. And the yeah. haunted school. So I was fucking shook mm-hmm. when I got this update because I don't believe in ghosts. We've been over this. Yep. You sent me a very disturbing <laughs> face. You were like, this is my face when I heard the story. And I was like, like genuinely, I was still making that face for like four minutes. And I was like, I have to text Sasha. I need to give her an amuse-bouche amuse for boosh. this story. So basically, they are trying to move, which we've, we, I think I've mentioned, whatever. Good. So, you know, the ghost in her classroom, there's a theory that it's getting a little more upset because we think it's attached to her because most of the activity is in her classroom. So it started getting a little little cray cray. But anyway, so since she's applying for other jobs, I was like, so since you're leaving, maybe you do a Ouija board and I Skype in for it? Because she didn't <laughs> want to do it while she was still working there because she didn't want to like upset the ghost and then get stuck with it. Yeah. And then she goes, shit today. So she has an aide. I don't know if the aide will want her name on this, so we'll call her Tessa. So Tessa... Is it Tessa Thompson? Yes. So, Tessa Thompson, who can't make enough money being an incredible actress and all the other shit she does, so now she's just, mm-hmm. you know, working as a teacher's aide aid in Florida at sure. a haunted school. So, Andrea was in her classroom, and she sees and feels like Tessa walk past her. Uh-huh. And she's like, good morning, and Tessa doesn't say anything. She goes in the room. And then a little bit later, Tessa arrived, because she wasn't at the school yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was like, what did you do other than pee yourself? And she go, she ran down the hall to another teacher's room and cried because it was too much. I don't have an explanation. So the ghost can now take the form of people. The physical form because she felt her walk by. She said, I walked in and I swear to everything good and holy that Tessa walked past me. But she wasn't at school yet. Like, full body. Great. I don't know how to feel about that. Now oh you see why God, I made that I face. I see what you mean. Like, I don't... I don't have an explanation. I don't... I don't know. I don't care for it. And then she mentioned that they had a guest custodian this week doing nights, and she came in early the next day to tell them the place was haunted. She had to shut the hall lights off three times in one night. And that this poor, is a that poor custodian. <laughs> this poor custodian is like, woohoo, extra money right before summer break. Oh fuck me, because <laughs> the lights kept turning on. Uh, I just, how do you feel someone who isn't there? You feel and see someone, and a, a yeah. person you know, not just like, hmm, who's this weird woman in my classroom? Someone you see every, every single day. day, and you know very well. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Hmm. I had a feeling you might. That's fun. <laughs> Fun in like the worst way. Like, <laughs> fun and you're just, gonna go cry. It's fun in this like I need answers. Mm-hmm. I hope that after Andrea leaves, that people still keep her up to date. I'm sure they will. Especially if not, I will put out the request. <laughs> since she's leaving, 
if the ghost gets mad. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, maybe you might sage your car after your last day. Maybe. Yeah, it's like the... At Disney World, the Haunted Mansion, a ghost will follow mm-hmm. you home. Like, we don't want that ghost coming to Virginia. Or, like, that chair that I found on Facebook that had a sign in it and it was, it like, not free haunted. haunted... No, it said free, free haunted. haunted chair includes ghost in parentheses, we hope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so I just... I've been thinking about this for days. Yeah. I'll be thinking about I it. I don't... While. Because, like, I love Andrea dearly. She is not the kind of person who would make this up. Because right. she only brought it up because I did. It's not like she texted me and was like, oh, I'm going to spice up Courtney's pocket. Like, it no. was because I was like, haha, let's do the Ouija board. Long she's like, no. She's like, shit, today this shit happened. I need to tell you about this thing. And, like, she's not the kind of person who sees things. Yeah. Like, she gets night terrors, but that's not usually how they, they operate. And it was the daytime and she was at work. But she saw someone that she knows. Like, I have met this person. Yeah. I don't... Uh... <laughs> this is the person who taught Sophia how to say Bobby Newport. This, that's who the ghost was being. Bobby Newport. My niece knows how to do Bobby Newport from Parks and Rec. Just, she'll just do it out of nowhere. It's adorable. <laughs> anything. Anyway, did anything spooky happen to you this week? I wish I knew that story when I met Jerry Gergich. So oh. I can tell him that, like... This is the legacy. Your legacy is that there's a tiny child who goes, Bobby Newport. She goes, hey, Courtney. And I go, what's up? And she goes, Bobby Newport. And I was like, the fuck? The fuck did you just say to me, tiny child? <laughs> I guess I can think of, like, two things. Yeah, okay. So the first thing was the spider story that I was going to keep to myself. Oh, yes. Um, Sorry, I thought you meant that you had two theories for what... Oh, no, she no, no, saw, no. and I was like, ooh, no, no, thank God. Just, just two things happened to me. Okay. Um, okay, so the other morning I woke up and went to the bathroom like I always do and felt oh, something on my leg. That's weird. Felt something on my leg, mm. and I looked down, and a spider had crawled up from the porcelain. No! Like on the, the, the outside of the porcelain. So not the, inside the bowl, but outside the porcelain onto my leg, and so I just brushed <laughs> it back into the porcelain Whence and flushed the toilet. <laughs> Um, and I decided not to tell you that story. Thank you. Because I didn't want to ruin your that's day. That's such a vulnerable place, That's such a vulnerable spider. place. And so that's why when the spider was, like, just hanging out here a few minutes ago, I was, like, <sighs> just, like, <laughs> resigned, like, swept it away. Yeah, I just, I yeah. don't like, it's like the woman who got bit by a rat on the toilet. Yeah. It's that, but it's a spider. Yeah, but it's a spider. So I, I shoot it away. I have another bathroom story. <laughs> it happened yesterday. So all of this weekend, so from Saturday, we painted the ugly-ass bathroom. And putting a different color paint in there makes it less ugly-ass. <laughs> but I had to pull out the towel rack. Mm-hmm. And there was this, like, I couldn't get this, like, screw undone. I just kept unscrewing and unscrewing and unscrewing. And I was like, how long is the screw? Because the other three screws I had undone, or four five screws that I had undone of, like, mm-hmm. other things that were in the, the bathroom were, like, normal screws, screw length that you would use to just, like, screw into drywall to, like, hang a towel rack. And this one just kept going and going and going. And it was a different, it had a different head than the other ones. It was just, like, this, like, rusty-looking thing. And I kept unscrewing it. And finally, I realized, like, it can't come out. It's not really unscrewing anything. Something is, like, hooked onto it. Is it a human and skull? So, no, no, no. So oh. I kept pulling on it and pulling on it and pulling on it. And finally, I was able to just yank it. And I heard something fall. And so I was like, oh, maybe it was, was it like a human a skull? construction thing. But this screw was like this long. 
And like Sasha is holding her, her like at least like four one inches long, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" And so then it left like this gaping hole, and sure. I went and like did this other screw, and it left like this huge hole, and I was like, "What? What? No! <laughs> like, this doesn't make any sense." And so okay, I paint the room, I paint the master bedroom, and then you come back, and the wall has a big red spot. No, no, Aww. thankfully no. Okay, so 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 this is fine. Like, I can't, at this point, because these holes are so fucked up, I can't, like, do anything about it. I'm going to have to buy, like, a new towel rack with, like, large hardware to, like, cover up the holes because I'm like, this is above my pay grade. I got your large hardware right here. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, jeez. All right. So yesterday, we had our third roommate come visit, and I was showing her to, to help us assemble furniture, and I showed her the bathroom, and I just tapped the shower head Uh-oh. and a little bit of water dripped and I was like okay this is fine Uh-oh. and then I I I left the bathroom and our, our third roommate and I like dragged some like boxes into the to the bedroom to start to start assembling and then the shower just like started running and I was like <laughs> guess we know where this so I think your toilet ghost. Oh no! Now is my shower ghost. Oops! In and the that screw. Shower. Here's here's no, my the, here's the my sh- head cannon. The, the screw has is no, like, no, so no, far me, away from the plumbing. But let me tell you okay. the screw head cannon. So that was an enchanted screw, and that's why it was so long. It had a charm on it to keep the ghost in the shower. <laughs> but by removing the giant screw, you essentially you uncorked the bottle, you let the genie out. Yeah. And now the shower goes. I'll, I'll let you believe this. Thank you. <laughs> but I thought it was just a toilet ghost. No. Um, well, it could be a toilet ghost, but yeah. he likes toilet. Oh, we can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> just take a shower 24-7. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. We're talking about spontaneous human combustion No, we're not going to talk about delivery companies that fuck up they just want to keep pretending like they didn't cause any problems no. fuck xpo anyway <laughs> let's just make a mistake sasha's, for still, mad. Call it XPO. sasha's still mad <laughs> I, oh i did bring up cloacas yesterday hey yeah, so i went to old town alexandria i guess okay that was like kind of one thing but we also went to union something pub and that one like when you flip over their menu they're like let's let us tell you the story of this pub and like Basically, it runs down this entire thing that it's been around since, like, Virginia was a colony and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I wonder if this has, like, a haunted past or anything. And then all of a sudden, a woman in colonial garb walked in. And I was like, (laughs) is anyone else seeing her? Is this how I die? Do we see her? Is this this how it ends? Is is she visiting from Gatsby's? (laughs) Is this the tragic end of my story? (laughs) So that was one moment I was like, uh, there's a colonial woman churning butter on the wing. <laughs> Sasha, are you here? I feel like you're here, Sasha. Sa- Sasha. And then the bartender was like, ah, oh, I guess the ghost tours are over for the night. And I was like, oh. oh thank God. Anyway, human combustion. Mm-hmm. We're talking about spontaneous combustion of the human variety. I didn't mention cloacas. Sorry. Oh, sorry. That's the whole point. I'm sorry. So, so the cloacas, I'm glad that you taught me about cloacas. You're welcome. Because yesterday I was able to tell everyone that I've been so stressed out about work and house stuff and... You wish and you had a cloaca? Everything, that I've been so tight butthole, and I, three gin and tonics later, I was like, I'm not tight butthole, I'm a cloaca. <laughs> I'm just pooping everywhere. I'm so loose butthole right now. I managed to relax for like two hours yesterday because I was just wasted. Congratulations. Yeah, and now I'm just like, I'm, I'm sorry. so stressed again. You're telling me this, but I'm still thinking about cloacas. <laughs> cloacas. Because the other day I was parked outdoors, 
and someone's cloaca had clearly recently consumed berries. <laughs> oh, no. Purple cloaca shit on the side of my car, and it was fucking purple. And I'm like, why? why? People aren't gonna look at this and go, oh, a bird shot on this car. They're gonna look at this and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Anyway, spontaneous human combustion. What we're talking about today, in order to warm us up. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. I have a featured creature. I don't know what that laugh was. I'm sorry. <laughs> What was that laugh? I don't know. I don't know. Geese. It's geese. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Please, please go. Featured creature. Featured creature. Featured creature. We'll write us music for that too and then make fun of more jokes. I'm just kidding. I don't actually. Actually, care. yeah. He should write music for all of our segments. Or all of our bits for featured creature and whenever we have a game. Yeah. And whenever we do tarot. Yeah, and when we have a guest, and yeah. we do their tarot, and yeah. 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 Yeah, Will. Anyway. <laughs> I like jokes are funny. They're, they're hilarious. Thank you for writing us music that we did not pay you for. Thank you. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. There's a reason why volcano diving never took off, and that reason might be me. Um... It's the only reason. Yeah, not that you shouldn't dive into volcanoes. No. Just me. Just you. Just okay. Me. Okay. Or maybe okay. it's the lava is my next okay, sentence. Okay, I'll bite. I'll bite. Maybe it's the lava. Maybe it's the lava. Anyway, I'm hey, evil human. Must be the lava. <laughs> if you want to go volcano dive with me, hey, must be the lava. <laughs> you just said lava. I can't be cloaca. Anyway. Anyway, I'm an evil human slash reptile monster that is va- vaguely, vaguely, wow, vaguely dragon-like in lore. Maybe I have a cloaca. We just don't know. I probably have wings. Some things with wings have cloacas. I live deep inside the magma pools found inside Chilean volcanoes. Ooh. Sometimes when I'm feeling spicy, I cause earthquakes and eruptions. Oh, no. Also, sometimes I summon meteorites and other stones to cause chaos in volcanic regions, Lol. That sucks. <laughs> Why are you like this? If you don't lava my partying, uh... you can calm me down with a smaller form of destruction. You're just one little human sacrifice away from peace and quiet. All you have to do is round up a virginal maiden, because who wants to eat a dude virgin? Am I right, ladies? And you don't toss... want anyone who fucked your sandwich. No. Watch what we do in the shadows. <laughs> if you're going to eat a sandwich, you'd just feel better if no one had fucked it. it. Anyway, you round up your virtual maiden, and you throw her into my volcano, and then bing, bang, boom, I'm not mad anymore. No more eruptions. Oh, 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 This is, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. I'm, I'm like, what is happening? thinking about Disney World. <laughs> Apparently, I'm also, can't continue thinking about Disney World. It's about to get gross. Oh, God. Apparently, I'm also kind of a sadist, because I like to eat the soft, squishy bits first. Then I play a super fun game where I light the disembodied heads on fire and punt them back to the village they came from. Sounds a little bit like the sitting on the corner eating worms uh, song. First you bite the heads off, then you suck the guts out, then you throw the skins away. What the fuck? Nobody likes you. Everybody hates you sitting on the corner eating worms. No wonder they hate you. What the fuck? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Is that a real thing? Email spoophour at (laughs) gmail.com. Also, it's an unrelated thing, but do you know what a crib sheet is? Not, like, for yeah. a child's bed. Yeah, I know what a crib sheet is, yeah. But. but I referred to, like, I was at work, and I was talking about how, like, okay, I'll crib from that then. Mm-hmm. And my coworker goes, crib, question mark? And I'm like, yeah, like a crib sheet. And she's like, I, I mean, I know what a crib sheet is. I have children. And I'm like, oh, okay, but, like, yeah, crib, like, to, to steal or to borrow, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I, there was a long pause, and I was like, 
wait, do you mean crib sheet like what goes on the crib? And she yeah, goes, no, yes. And I'm like, no, like, like apparently, and like none of my coworkers had ever heard crib sheet as like a cheat sheet. No, that's, that that's like, like a thing. It's a thing. I, I thought, yeah, that's. And I was like, where it's, did it's, I? It's another word. It's another way to say cheat sheet. Right. I think it went out of fashion at some point, but like. But it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all older than me. So they should know what a crib sheet is more than that's I do. so weird. Anyway. Anyway. I punt heads on fire back to villages. Need some help guessing what kind of terrible thing I am or do you know what I am? I have the foggiest. <laughs> okay. Think of how Cupid is usually portrayed. Cherub. Now replace the B with the elemental abbreviation for iron. Fee? That's right. I'm Cherify. Cherify. Oh, my God. Possibly <laughs> Cherify. I don't, okay. I don't know. Okay. It's Chilean. But I look like this, and I'm believed to be a variation on dragons to explain volcanoes. Oh, you're just a big lava monster. You know Hello. what? He, you know what he looks like? He looks like... Like in Hercules, when the Titans come out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's one for lava, there's yeah. one for, yeah. He also kind of looks like the volcano version in Moana. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like your standard lava monster. Yeah. And that's who I am. Cool. Featured creature. When, when I started chanting, uh oh, uh what is that? Oh, 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 oh. So there's this tiki bar at the Polynesian Resort in Disney World. Sure. And then there's another one in Disneyland. But it's called Trader Sam's. And. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of theme drinks, and so when something, when a table orders a theme drink, it's a very small bar. It's probably like really the size of our podsmint. Like it's a very tiny. There's like a bar counter here, and then okay. some tables. Okay? okay. So like you can only go in when there's a table open. Sure. So whenever you order a theme drink, all of it becomes like an interactive space. Oh, so yeah, like yeah. The, the windows change. I've been to the one at Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> so tra- so Trader Sam's has this drink called the uh-oh-a. Spelled like uh-oh. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. <laughs> and it comes out, it's a four-person drink, it comes out in this big cup, and they light it on fire, and they have this little dish, and you can't tell what it is when it's dark, because uh-huh. it's on fire, but it's actually cinnamon, and you throw it into the fire, and it sparkles more, and then they're mm. like, we're gonna do a sacrifice, and Uh-oh. they take like a uh-huh. toy knife out, and they stab the drink, and <laughs> swirl it around, and the fire goes out, sure. but everyone in the restaurant has to chant, uh-oh, 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 and all the tiki heads on the thing start shaking, and everything, there's a storm, and what everything. What is in like the this. drink other than cinnamon? There's just a lot of like a lot of rum, like oh, like crap. five different it's kinds like of rum. rum it's delicious. Okay, but even this like the the windows have like a storm, the yeah. lava's coming and everything. It looks like danger, and so when you're like ritual sacrifice, I was like yes. <laughs> <laughs> you but, heard it here first, folks. Sasha down with ritual sacrifice. Well, only when it's in Trader Sam's and it's I get to drink a big alcoholic beverage afterwards. Sure, that's gonna be. Do you want me to get the spider? No, it's okay right okay. now, just so long as I can keep an eye on it. Okay. It seems like it doesn't want to move because it doesn't want my cat to eat it. Okay. So, thank you. So, that was a fiery monster. Are we talking about fiery things? We are! <laughs> Spontaneous human combustion. combustion. Do you want to start with the the theory, or do you want to start with examples? Let's start with theory. Okay. okay. Tell me about it, because so, I don't know why. So, we're talking about spontaneous combustion. We're going to talk about spontaneous human combustion in particular. Yay. The spontaneous combustion just basic basic sure is a type of combustion which occurs by self-heating followed by thermal runaway which means self-heating which rapidly accelerates to high temperatures and then auto ignition so oftentimes like household chemicals 
if in the same like an unventilated area okay. can like spontaneously combust right it could have it could be like something like you have heat unable to escape a barn right okay. and you have like heat hay or or straw or something it just goes poof right and starts right. burning so or it could be like even in like a science sciencey thing gotcha. you have like a, a a thing that goes wrong and right it and then it just yeah the noise fire makes like coal for example yeah if it's exposed to oxygen can mm-hmm. just ignite spontaneously right? that's fun that's fun and be I, afraid of coal everyone um manure can just go poof, right <laughs> um pis- uh. pistachio nuts <gasps> no i love pistachios in, in large quantities so okay. like if you had like a huge storage thing that was just just pistachios are you saying be- this because i have a huge storage thing just pistachios yeah, in the they, backyard yes is this my wanna, pistachio intervention yes and so they, they are prone to self-heating oh man other things like oil seeds and stuff so okay. things for like soybeans or flax seeds basically if it there's something about the storage that's gone wrong if there's like excess moistures mm-hmm. the mold uh, mold that grows can accidentally spontaneously combust yikes yeah so, but we're talking about human combustion. Yes. And this is and where... humans should not burn on the, accident. The combustion of a living or recently deceased human body without an apparent external source of ignition. Yay! There are reported cases, in, and as well as alleged phenomena, like, reported cases where they're like, this might have been human combustion, we just don't know. Mm-hmm. They tend to share a lot of the common characteristics and circumstances, like, all victims are gotcha. able to. Okay, so, so how it works... A person, the, the question is always like, wait, but how, right? Like, yes. you're like, wait, I'm just existing. Why am I going to blow up? Right? I mean, I get it. Whom among us has not felt that way? But also like, what? Yeah. So there is this uh, one, uh, one record of spontaneous combustion, maybe not the earliest, but there's one particular one from 1966, where a 92-year-old doctor named Dr. J. Irvin Bentley was discovered in his Pennsylvania home by a meter reader, but only part of his leg and foot were found because the rest of his body had been burned to ashes in his bathroom. Spooky! And so part of his incinerary robe was at the site and his walker was left propped against a blackened bathtub. But the most eye-catching clue was a hole in his vinyl floor. (laughs) So, like, his ashes also had gone into, Into like, the the basement. Yeah. But the rest of the house was fine. It didn't burn down. It was just this, like, incinerated hole mm-hmm. and this guy. So at first people were like, oh, it's probably some kind of freak accident, right? <laughs> he liked to smoke his pipe. He had sure. m- matches in his robe pocket. Sure. But then some a coroner was like, yeah, maybe he just, like, fell asleep while smoking in the bathroom. And he was burned alive after his clothes caught on fire. Mm-hmm. But then they were like... What if this was spontaneous human combustion or SHC? <laughs> abbreviation for it, I love it. So basically, this thing could be, it could be a variety of things, right? It could yes. be the wick effect where a source of fire ignites like nearby flammable materials and humans can just like catch on fire. We're going to Chekhov's gun the wick effect because it's so going to come put, up here. In a I'm going to put... We're going to put it on the on mantle. mantle. Okay, maybe it's just like this person was near a flame and, and got on they fire. <laughs> There's like a lot of cases of them with people that are involving people with low mobility. So they're okay. like, maybe they just couldn't escape. <laughs> 
Or they died in their sleep and they caught on fire. I feel like even if you have low mobility, if you catch on fire, you're gonna try to escape. Yeah. There's cigarettes where they're like, maybe a person had a heart attack and they dropped their final cigarette and caught on fire. Sure. (laughs) Sure. 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 Scalding. I don't know about that because it would, I guess like hot water would like make you look like you were burned and there would be no, but there would be no evidence of flames or burning elsewhere. That's also confusing because as we're about to get into, that's not how alleged cases of spontaneous human combustion appear. They turn out as ashes. Yeah. You can't turn to ashes if you're just like, partially scalded. You scalded a little bit. Exactly. So, so they're saying maybe it's like, the person who survived spontaneous combustion, oh, right? Okay. There's ketosis, which I was like, hang on, because that's the thing that everyone who's on the keto diet yes. is trying to achieve, where it's like... You don't want to. You don't Burn. want that. Because it produces acetone, which is highly flammable, so maybe you're near... It's it's hot outside, and you're going through ketosis, and then you just go, Foo. And you'll also be very smelly. And you'll be very smelly. Eat a balanced diet, y'all. <laughs> yeah, and so those are kind of like the ideas that people have. Um, there's some fic- pseudoscientific or fictional ones from like novels and stuff sure. where people are like, oh, there's actually like a pyroton and you have too much of this and it <laughs> blows you up, right? <laughs> so it's all like very silly. There's one pers- scientist for a writer, a magazine called Skeptical Inquirer. Who That's was- the magazine I work for. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's you. Um, <laughs> Who says basically if SHC is a real phenomenon and not the result of like an like a infirm person just like accidentally catching on fire because sure. of like being Cigarettes close to a flame or, source or whatever? Yeah, they're like, then why doesn't it happen more often? There are five. This is in 1987. is what he said. He says there are five billion people in the world, and yet we don't see reports of people just bursting into flame while walking down the streets, attending football games, or <laughs> st- sipping coffee. I mean, you know, that's an excellent point. <laughs> noted we're going to ignore you for a minute <laughs> so for me like i think if it's kind not of, real why doesn't it happen more often that's some flawless logic right so for me like spontaneous combustion my my only like ex- experience with like thinking about it yeah um was when i was much younger and it's kind of like the john mulaney bit where uh-huh. you're like quicksand uh-huh. i thought i was gonna be more work you know like have deal with quicksand deal with quicksand more often as an adult Spontaneous combustion, I think the first time that I had ever like heard of it, I was in elementary school mm-hmm. and I was so worried that one day I was just accidentally going to spontaneously combust yeah. or like when I was getting really angry and I was starting to feel heated, Uh-oh. I was like, oh no, it's happening. It's happening. This is the tragic yeah. end of my young life. Or even thinking about like the human torch from, <laughs> from Fantastic Four, Come I was on. like, oh God, like what if you just accidentally started flaming? I don't know. Maybe that's how you discover your superpower. Maybe that's superpower, how you have that superpower. Like, would you, you spontaneously... want that superpower? I would like spontaneous combustion only if my skin was going to be normal, back to normal, like immediately. Like the way the human torch does the it. The way the human torch does it. And... and then at the end, you get to look like Chris Evans. Yeah. And only if I thought there was a good reason to spontaneously combust. Right. Because. It's not a it great, helpful like power. Kind of pointless. Yeah. Like, he kind of flies with it. I'd rather have, like, if I had to have, like, an elemental power, I think yeah. I'd rather have, like, water. Same. Or so. if it had to be, like, a temperature power, I'd rather have the ability to, like, cool myself off and then save a bunch of money on air conditioning. By switching to Geico. By switching to Geico. Yeah, I was Human just thinking Geico. about, like, like, okay, you've got forest fires, right? Sure. Human torch can't help with that. No, but he a makes human, it worse. A human fountain yeah. could help with they that, Yeah. They'd just be like, right? sploosh, <laughs> I'm solved. like, you know... 
generating like, water out of my hands. Imagine you know? the elegant gestures that you would do if you could shoot, shoot water, water out of your hands. hands. That's what right? I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I would like to be like Scarlet Witch, but with water. Yeah, that'd, right? be, that'd be legit. Yeah. yeah I yeah. get it. But anyway. There is an icebreaker question that I heard about where it's like, your index fingers, you can make any liquid that you want come out of them. And what liquid would you want it to be? And realistically, like, one of them should be water. Water and Pedialyte. <laughs> <laughs> so Sasha's what? getting crunk. I'm getting super hydrated. <laughs> um, no, I think, yeah, it'd be like water and like caffeinated tea. <laughs> right? I'd, like, obviously, if I could only get one thing out of both fingers, it would be water for both. Mm-hmm. But, because that's mostly what I drink. But I mean, why not? The perfect iced peppermint mocha could come out of the other one. Right. And it's just like, so I feel like spontaneous human combustion would be a terrible superpower. Yeah, th- I buy it more as, like, a terrible, like, spooky thing that yeah. happens. As, like, oh, what a terrible happenstance. You burned alive. And Rather than, like, yeah, I can set myself on fire. And I remember reading some, like, urban legends that I'm sure that you'll get into. Probably. That, like, made me so worried about it that I actually went and, like, little kid researched this. Oh. Because I was, like, I need to know that I'm safe and I don't have, like, pyronosis or whatever, and I'm not going to, like, blow up all of a sudden. You're more of a pyronosis. Pyro-no. Pyro-no anyway, is what this so episode is tell called. Me, tell me some stories about spontaneous human combustion, sure. since there's really no science no. behind it. I, I've never <laughs> been afraid of spontaneous human combustion, and as someone who's afraid of everything that's saying something. That's funny. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah. I wouldn't have expected that. I know, because I'm afraid of everything. More what about quicksand? Quicksand I had concerns about, particularly okay. after seeing The Princess Bride. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> um, is... you know what else scared me? The fight between Anakin and Obi-Wan. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, where he's like, well, he was fine, He though. was fine, I yeah. Mean, and you left his burning corpse, and he just started, keeps catching he on He fucking fire. had it coming. He, had, he definitely had it coming. He didn't just kill... He killed everyone. He killed everyone. Including including the including... women and children. Yeah, like, fuck you. And, and he wanted to kill all the Jedi on the Outer Rim, and it's like, whoa, hold on. And I'm still mad about the fact that fucking Padme dies in childbirth, and they're like, she has a broken heart. And it's like, then get her a fucking space therapist, <laughs> you assholes. Like, what even is the point of you? You have a robot delivering these babies, but you can't get her a fucking antidepressant for two weeks? Come on. Anyway. For real, y'all. But, like, yeah. They're such a... Mental like, health matters, They, you they have all this, like, space stuff, and they yeah. don't have, like, basic, like... She got Mother, fridged like, pre- in the dumbest way. Like, what do you what do you call it? Prenatal like, care, pre- prenatal pre- care, and, and perinatal po- care. perinatal care and postnatal care. Yeah. Like, come on. No, they're like, it's not the birth. She's just real sad, and it's like, well then, bring in a friend, sit her down with a therapist to talk through her feelings. She had people who loved her. She did, and she who, knew it. Yeah. You assholes! You killed her so Darth Vader could feel man pain about it, and that's dumb. Anyway, <laughs> this is not our spa- our Star Wars podcast. Oh boy. Spontaneous human combustion. Spontaneous human combustion. Pyronosis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, part of why I probably wasn't afraid of it is because the first time I heard of it was in the eighth grade. Oh. So yeah. I was a little bit past my like developing a rational fear stage. And when I first heard of it, it was just like a haha, and then you burst into flames kind like, of thing. Rather than like a oh no, you burst into flames. Like Springfield's gonna turn out to be murder in small town X, and I'm yeah. just like so scared of everything. Yeah. yeah. And then 9-11 happens the next week and you're like, <gasps> dying yes now imagine that happened and then a year later you found out about spontaneous human confession it's like who even gives a fuck about that we're fucking dying there's a sniper traveling around our city i've been in the mindset of oh god we're fucking dying since 2001 yeah it's 2019 yeah this is why millennials are fucked anyway 
Spontaneous human Spontaneous combustion. combustion. Just take us now. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it seems like an okay way to go. Because they all we're, we're about to find out. They all die real fast. Yeah, die yeah, die fast. So like leave ashes. Yeah. You don't have to have your family pay for your cremation. I know the thing to say is live fast, die young, but let's let's up that to live fast, die fast. Live fast, fry fast. Hey! There we go. There's our episode title. We just high-fived. We have so many titles. We have so many titles. This is an eighteen titles episode. Anyway, let's talk about Mary Reeser, the Cinder Woman. Yes. It's not fun like Cinderella. Although Cinderella, arguably not a fun story. Or Wicker Man. Ah, the C- eyes. Cinder. The bees are in my eyes. Anyway, it's about as fun as that. Okay. On July 1st, 1951, Mary Reeser was sitting in her easy chair in her apartment in St. Petersburg, Florida. That's right. It's a Florida story. When it's hot sound. in Florida. <gasps> you cracked this whole thing wide open. None of the theories said this is Florida. It's a disgusting St. swamp. St. Petersburg is hot and it's humid. It's muggy. <laughs> nope. Anyway, her son Richard and her landlady, Pansy Carpenter, had both come for a visit and bid Mary goodnight at about 9 p.m. Uh-huh. It would be the last time anyone would see Mary alive. <laughs> You're going to want to hold on to that sound oh, effect for a later okay. story. I'm so excited, y'all. So Sasha excited. just keeps... Keeps fucking Chekhov gunning. Let me tell you, when we did live stream for The Cure and we got to have sound effects, that was like... That was so fun. That was so fun. We we do have access to our stream. We should post it on Twitter. I figured out our timestamp so we can we can share it because obviously... There our were side sound of the, effects. There were sound effects, but our side of the audio didn't have them because they were... Yeah. They, Nick was providing those and they were fucking rad. Anyway, sound effects all the time. On July 2nd, Pansy woke up at 5 a.m. because of the smell of smoke. She assumed a malfunctioning water pump in the garage was overheating again, uh-huh. so she turned the pump off and went back to bed. <laughs> Woman after my own heart. Fuck it, I'm just going back to sleep. A few hours later, there was a knock at her door. A telegram had arrived for Mary, but there had been no answer at her apartment. Pansy took the telegram over to Mary's, but once again, no one answered. Pansy put her hand on the doorknob and found that it was hot to the touch. At this point, Pansy calls the cops, which is what you should do if you feel a hot doorknob. Usually that means there's fire on the other side of it. So call 911. And so when the cops arrived, they found something that is just fucking weird. Okay. 67-year-old Mary Reeser had burned to death while in her chair. Almost her entire body had been disintegrated by a fire that burned with a, quote, white-hot intensity. But what do I mean, almost her entire body? Well, one of her feet was intact. Kind of like that guy. Kind of like that guy. That's what's so spooky. Even this, she was wearing a slipper, like a fuzzy house slipper. No scorching, no burns, nothing. Slipper was in pristine condition. Part of her spine and a piece of her skull were left behind, though the bit of her skull was described as being shrunken, which is odd, and we'll get into it. Weirdly, the rest of the apartment was mostly fine. There were no signs of break-ins or intruders of any kind, so it wasn't like somebody broke in and set her on fire in her chair. While it was warm when police broke the door down, nothing else had really burnt. A few plastic objects near her seat were a bit soft, and the rug had a scorch mark on it, but a chair and an end table in the middle of the scorch mark were fine. Okay. A wall outlet had melted, stopping Mary's clock at 4.20 a.m. I put in my notes, 4.20 blaze it has never been so appropriate. Oh, no. 4.20 blaze it. If you're going to spontaneously combust, 4.20 blaze it. Police were flummoxed. Fire Chief Nesbitt said that he had never seen anything like it in his years of investigating mysterious fires. For reference, it requires about three to four hours at 3,000 degrees for a body to be cremated. Yeah. 
And They're, even then, your bones aren't all mm-hmm. totally gone. Because I, I was reading, they have to filter it out. I was reading this comic book series called Barefoot Gen mm-hmm. about the Hiroshima bombings, mm-hmm. and basically during when they were cremating people who had suffered from radiation, they just like turned straight to ash. Oh. But if you cremated like someone who like wasn't like a normal body that right. hadn't been had radiation poisoning, keeps their bones. So that's also. And again, fucked up. almost all of her bones are gone, except for a little bit of her spine and part of her skull. Mm-hmm. And her, obviously, pristine foot. Yeah. Mary Reeser's body had cremated itself, seemingly, in a much shorter time span and in a very confined location. They tested for any accelerants at the scene. There weren't any. Eager to put a bow on the whole affair, the police were like, accidental fire. They said that Mary had fallen asleep with a lit cigarette in her mouth, and then the cigarette would then hit her very combustible human fatty tissue... And then that burned her at cremation temperatures. But... But... There have been dissidents who suggest that this was the cop-out explanation, because they just were like, I don't know, do we want to just say it was a fucking cigarette? And they were like, so, let's go to the bar. Even if she had fallen asleep with several cigarettes, Mary would never have burned to virtual nothingness. Right. One such dissenter is Dr. Wilton Krogman, a fire researcher and professor of physical anthropology at UPenn. He wrote, quote... I cannot conceive of such complete cremation without more burning of the apartment. Because think about it. If you're burning at 3,000 degrees, your fucking ceiling should be burnt. Your whole fucking house should be burnt. Yeah. It should have been like a full-on fire, not just like, anyway, me and my chair burned. Yeah, there was a story of like a case from like the 1600s where Mm -hmm. someone was like, this French woman, you know. Yep, I have that one. Yep. Yep. But again, it's kind of like that. Yeah, where it's like, then why didn't anything else burn? Then why didn't anything else burn? Others pointed out that it is odd that Mary would accidentally catch fire and then make no effort to call for help or even move. Like, you would think that once it started to burn your skin, you'd wake up and be like, ooh, fuck, and you'd, like, try to put it out. You'd try to crawl out of your chair, whatever. All I can hear is Principal Skinner's mom in the, the Steam Tam episode. Oh. Help! The skin house on fire! No mother, it's just the Northern Lights. <laughs> Oh, God. But she didn't do but that. She didn't do she that. She didn't do she that. Didn't yell. They didn't say it's just the Northern Lights no. in Florida. She didn't say shit. One theory, which incorporates the Wick effect, oh. suggests that Mary had taken a sleeping pill that night, which is why she didn't wake up or struggle. Like she took a sleeping pill and she was just out. Mm-hmm. Then her clothing would have acted like a candle wick, causing her body to burn like a candle in the chair. Yeah, I was going to say, they make non flammable pajamas now. They because... do. Because sometimes people smoke before bed and they fall asleep and their cigarette lands on them and they burn. Spontaneously combust. Potato, potato. Tomato, tomato. Spontaneous combustion. Potato, potato. (laughs) (laughs) The wick effect doesn't explain Mary's weirdly shrunken piece of skull, though. No, that's because heat makes bone expand, Mm -hmm. and in temperatures such as the one that would have had to have incinerated Mary, it would have expanded to the point where the skull probably exploded. Right. Even when, like, shrunken heads as, like, the weird, like, Ripley's Believe It or Not thing, those don't incorporate the skull. They took the, they skull take the skull out. out, and then they shrink the skin so that it looks like, oh, the whole head's in there, but the skull's no. gone. So what explains the shrunken skull? The most popular and boring guess is that the coroner didn't know what he was doing and mistakenly identified a charred knot of muscle as bone. Mm-hmm. But... No other coroner ever looked at the remains, so we don't know if he just, like, fucked up. If Suspicious. it was a bad coroner. Yeah, it's very strange. We only have the initial report to go on. Or maybe it was just spontaneous human combustion, and that's something that you see with it. Because, you know, if she just 
exploded into flames. That would explain why she didn't struggle. That would explain why she burned so fast. That would explain why she was mostly ash except for her perfect foot. Right. And then that was the most in-depth one. That's like the biggest, most well-known spontaneous human combustion case. These are just going to be some real quick like bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Much like spontaneous human combustion. They're quick and hot. Spicy. That's a spicy meatball, but the meatball is you. Let's kick it old school. Polonius Vorstius may be the first known mention of death by spontaneous human combustion. Polonius? Didn't he get stabbed through a curtain? Maybe. Just kidding. It's actually Polonius. Oh, Polon. Damn it. God damn it. That was a great joke, though. I could edit this part out. I don't think they're going to look it up. Anyway, Polonius was just a normal knight in late 1400s Italy. He loved drinking wine, but like... Who doesn't? Me too, bitch. You ain't special. (laughs) And one night after drinking a reported, quote, two ladles of strong wine, which doesn't seem like very much. That's, what, maybe four glasses? Maybe. Maybe. Which isn't, like, a ton, depending on how big of a person he is. bitch, I had two glasses and one fishbowl of gin and tonics last night. And guess what you didn't do? Erupt into flames. I did not erupt into flames. Anyway, Polinus said that he wasn't feeling well after his two ladles of strong wine. Then he vomited flame and his whole body burst into (laughs) flame. I imagine for the moment where he's just barfing flame, it was fucking rad. Like when you see like fire breathers, it's like, oh shit. And then it's like, oh no, this is what is happening. (laughs) He was drinking a lot of alcohol. He threw up next to a candle. And then his whole body burst. And the the fire caught on fire and the 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 stream came up. Anyway, he died. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what a way to go, he though. He vomited flames and then he combusted. <laughs> then you have Countess Cornelia de Bandy. She's from the 1700s. One morning, she was found between her bed and her window. Her room was covered in soot. Most of her body was burnt to a crisp, except for her calves and three of her fingers. So seven were gone. Three were fine. The prevailing theory is that Cornelia woke up in the night and went to open the window, and that somewhere along the way, she burst into flame. Weirdly, two candles in the room had been burned, but only their tallow. The wicks were completely untouched. Ah, huh. Yeah. Okay. It's like the opposite of the wick effect, because the wicks didn't burn. The wicks did not burn. Riddle me that, science. <laughs> These are all probably fake. Yeah. I don't even, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I don't care if you believe in this. It's just fun. Spontaneous combustion once successfully acquitted a man of murder, and I think this is the French case you were yeah. talking about. A Parisian innkeeper was accused of murder after his wife, Nicole Millet, was found almost completely reduced to ash in the kitchen of their inn. But the wooden utensils around her... Had not burned. And they're made of fucking wood. You know what wood loves doing? Burning. Burning. That's all wood does. There was another French one. The other one that I read had a French woman in the 1600s. She burned in her bed, but the bed was made out of hay and was fine. What the fuck? Right? Hay loves burning. Hay loves burning. That's That's what what I was saying. That's what happened to the Globe Theater. The spontaneous combustion, not human combustion. I said hay can catch on fire. Yeah. (laughs) Hay loves burning. So explain, hay, what are you doing? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we have fun here. Anyway, obviously this was weird. So obviously people were like, the husband totes killed his wife by burning her. And then he used probably voodoo or some shit to keep the utensils from burning. But whatever. He put all the utensils in another room. Yeah, and, and then, then he, he moved put them, them back. back to make it weird. That's probably what actually happened. Yeah. Anyway, but he was found guilty of murder. They were like, he soups did it. But he appealed and he won 
because he successfully argued that his wife spontaneously combusted and then the new cause of death was changed to be, quote, a visitation of God, and he was set free. Wow, God must have really hated yeah. her. God was like, fuck you especially. <laughs> How about fuck you? Burning. But SHC has also lost court cases. Oh. Jack Angel, which is the fakest name of all time, so he's probably a street magician and that's not his legal name. No. 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 Hi, I'm Jack Angel. No, you're not. No. Nobody's fucking Jack Angel. Although, I did know someone whose last name was True Love. That sounds fake, too. That does. Yeah. And we knew we knew hookers in high school. We did know hookers. Their last name was Hooker. I'm not being disrespectful to sex workers. <laughs> <laughs> I realized how that sounded after I said it. <laughs> anyway, Jack Angel, Fakey McFakerson, sued the manufacturer of his hot water heater after he was hospitalized with severe burns. He claimed that he was taking a look at the heater and it exploded and then it scalded him. But a doctor, and I want details on this fucking doctor, because this doctor said that the burns originated internally. How are we not questioning this? What? What the fuck, doctor? That's not a thing. But anyway, Jack Angel then turned around and was like, Okay, I woke up with these weird burns. I'm a survivor of spontaneous human combustion. But his suing of the water heater company was thrown out. But, like, was that doctor hired by the water heater company? And they're just, like, trying to discredit him? Big water heater. Yeah, big water heater hired a fake doctor. And the fake doctor was like, yeah, you can burn from the inside. I got my degree online after, like, two weeks. That's cool, right? Anyway. Anyway. You can pay me in Pop-Tarts. I don't know why I said Pop-Tarts, but here we are. Here we are. (laughs) Then in England in 1967, which I thought was going to be your thing, but yours was the year before. A passenger on a bus saw blue flames from the window of a passing apartment building. When the fire brigade arrived, they found not a leaky gas jet, because that would be why the flames are blue. Instead, they found the body of Robert Francis Bailey, and reportedly he had a slit in his abdomen that was emitting blue flames. Fucking yikes. Right? Pats. Like, also, who slit his abdomen open? Anyway. What? Jeanette Casimir-Jacques lived in France with her husband and son, and then in the 1970s, she reported her husband missing when he disappeared without a trace. Police efforts were unsuccessful in finding him, so a few days later, Jeanette went out on her own to try and find her husband, Mm -hmm. and her body was later found by a neighbor. She was incinerated except for her legs in an untouched apartment. Mm-hmm. In 1986, remember the, fi- the sound effect I told you to hold on to? Retired firefighter George Mott was found in his apartment outside Crown Point, New York. I say found, but all that remained of the 58-year-old was one leg, a shrunken skull, and pieces of his ribcage. Even creepier, he may have combusted while watching The Twilight Zone. <laughs> You were like, why didn't I have to say my sound? Oh! 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 And then the last case I have. In December 2010, 76-year-old Michael Faherty was found in Galway, Ireland. His head was found near the furnace in his apartment, and his body had been burned beyond recognition. But bizarrely, the furnace was not the source of the blaze because the furnace hadn't burned. Yeah. Police also found no accelerants at the scene, and foul play was not indicated, so it wasn't like somebody killed him and then burned the evidence. Yeah. There were only scorch marks present above, directly above, and directly below the body. So nothing on the sides, nothing mm-hmm. around it, just like directly below, directly above, like a little vertical line of flame. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 
Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, you guys. Yeah. I don't think this is real. I'm sure... If you notice, most of the... I think spontaneous human combustion is not real. No. Spontaneous combustion is real. That's that's a science (laughs) thing. That's a thing. We would never argue science. But human combustion side of it, like, I feel like because a lot of the cases are older, like, most of them are from, like, before 1975, Mm -hmm. it's possible that there was just an accelerant we didn't know about, so we didn't know to test for it, or, like, it burned what we thought at the time was clean, and now if we tested it, we'd be like, okay, obviously there was this accelerant that was used. But, you know, science hadn't gotten that far in the 1600s or right. in the 1950s or whatever. I I just typed in spontaneous combustion to Google and then press news to see, like, what's in the news. Yeah. So two days ago in Charlotte, they said spontaneous combustion is blamed for a mysterious and expensive fire. And it looks like that was, like, an industrial thing. Oh. Some place called Brookfield, their firefighters have been warning about spontaneous combustion. Again, probably warning about the, like, like outdoorsy hey, stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's been hot and um, dry. And then Tesla, you know, is pushing battery software update because there are some recent fires of their batteries exploding. Whatever. Sure. Okay. You know, some trash bin fire no longer suspicious. <laughs> but there's an article from the Atlantic called The Lucrative Black Market in Human Fat. What? It's about 16th and century, 17th century European physicians, bushards, and executioners who hawked the salutary effects of exgunius hominis. And that story about Cornelia de Bandi yeah. popped up. And they were talking about this like oily something like left behind. Uh-huh. And they're thinking that someone might have like burned her to steal her fat because they thought that like surplus flat fat or like human stuff was like good Gross. but they also said that like she like usually the fatter people in that time would be like this like the wealthy people right, who had a penchant for food. like drink and alcohol and like oh. food and so like they, if your fat is like penetrated by alcoholic substances, it can also be, be flammable. flammable. Jesus Christ! Um, but basically, it was like there might not actually that might not be real science, but they were saying that there was like this very big interest in like human body fat back then, Gross. and so that might. What like, the fuck? Fifteen hundred. Yeah, so like, I need to read this article now. Yeah, because this seems like extraordinarily up our alley. Yeah. Also, what the fuck? Yeah. Maybe the next. So, Time we do like a really freaky news roundup, like yeah. including that story about Ooh. the mass murder thing. Do you want it? That, that one's quick. Do you want to just real quick yeah, talk about it here at the end? That? Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, like, were they supposed to eat the fat? Is that why they wanted no, it? No, that's. I need you to gotta read, read, the, the, I need article. To read the article. You gotta read the article. I, I just can't believe that that was what popped up when I typed oh in spontaneous human, uh, spontaneous combustion, and that's like a recent article. I can't believe we didn't see it yet. <laughs> Man. Yikes. Okay. We gotta be more thorough in our research. Ugh. Okay. So. We, it missed our news roundup episode by, like, two fucking days. But I think we all heard about... Was it in Germany? Yeah, I think yeah. so. The, the the Twitter account that I follow is Anne Thero or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, she's a Canadian blogger and Twitter person. Yeah. But she posted just the headline. Yeah. So the first part of the story was three bodies found in a German B&B, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, just like a little tiny inn. And they had all been impaled by crossbow bolts. Yep. And so, right out the gate, we were like, I'm sorry, what? What year is this? Not 1643, but 2019. And then they did a follow-up story 
I think I messaged it to you. Let me see if I can find it. The headline that Anne posted was, This medieval sex cult at center of German crossbow murder mystery. Yes. A ride from start to finish. It was. So I found that specific article and I read it. So basically they think that the three people who were found impaled by crossbows. Well, later that same day, they found two other bodies elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And they think that one of the bodies that had been, pa- been impaled by the crossbow bolts, he was running like this weird, like, domination sex cult. Like, not like healthy BDSM, do whatever the fuck you want, make sure everybody's consenting. But like, cult style, where he like mm-hmm. got in everybody's heads and essentially he commanded one of the subs in his cult to kill him and his other lover via crossbow and then kill herself. Mm-hmm. And then also kill the two other people in as part of it. And for some reason, he was like, use the crossbow. Interesting. Because it's going to be real fucking weird. Yeah. But yeah, it was like... What is happening yeah. in the news? I skimmed a little bit more of the thing. They yes. wouldn't ingest it. They would use it to treat, like, arthritis or oh. wounds from battle or, like, open... They would use other people's human fat that was, like, oh. uh, rendered down. Gotcha. So take the fat so, off of the person you've executed, the criminal you've executed, or a person you've murdered. Yeah. Render that fat down and then use that as, like, a skincare product. Yikes. And, like, a medicinal thing. It rubs the skin in its skin... Or else it gets the hose again. It's just so weird. It's gross. Yeah. If your skincare regime requires murder, maybe consider doing a different skincare regime. Um, I just pulled up the article about the German crossbow victims, and it was... Where did it go? It's a sex circle with a focus on the Middle Ages. So That's very specific. It's a very specific sex cult. So, like, they think that Weiss, who was the man found out at the scene... He used to command the two female lovers to engage in sadomasochistic activities, or at least that's what it sounded like through thin apartment walls. We don't know because everybody involved died. One of the victims, they interviewed her parents and they said that she was a medieval folklore enthusiast and she had recently met the guy at his store and that's where he like gathered all the people from his cult. And in like four to six weeks, she was fully in there. Too much. Yeah, they are concerned that Weiss may have instructed Kaspari to kill others. So they found the two women dead in their apartment. They have no signs of violence. Toxicology reports are out. So they think maybe when he was like, you're going to kill us via crossbow and you're going to kill yourself via crossbow, you're going to poison these people. Mm -hmm. And they're worried that there may be other bodies somewhere and they just haven't, they haven't found it yet. And like all the neighbors were like, I mean, she seemed normal. She was, she was goth, but like she was quiet, but she seemed fine. Not like. She was about to go on a fucking murder spree because her weird cult leader told her to. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. So. I hate this. Yeah. His dog was also found killed. It's, yeah. Yeah. Or no, it wasn't. He had a dog that was mauling other dogs and that's what got him evicted and that's probably why mm. he was in the inn. Mm. But like. It's 2019. It's 2019. How is this a news headline? Mm. I don't know, man. It's almost enough to make you want to spontaneously combust. (gasps) Oh no, Sasha just burned. But it's okay, the couch is in great condition. Anyone want to buy a couch? Oh, she's just gonna... Okay, well since she's dead, I'll close out for Sasha because she's combusted. I'm very chill about seeing another human being burned on the couch next to me. You're very warm. Ah! 
Who said that? You're not chilled. You're warm. I'm so warm. Also, I'm going to turn the AC down because now downstairs is warm and smells like Sasha burning. <laughs> Did someone burn their Sasha? I can only imagine it smelled like burnt hair. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to think that I'd smell like barbecue. Oh. Yeah. You gotta eat more barbecue. I gotta eat more barbecue. Just like yeah. ooze it out of my pores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like how, you know, if you eat too many carrots, your skin tarts, starts to turn mm-hmm. yellow. If you eat too many tomatoes, your skin starts to turn It's like that, but you eat a bunch of barbecue, and then when you spontaneously combust, you smell like barbecue. Mm. Anyway, reach out to us, Twitter and Instagram. We are at Spoop Hour. Email spoophour at gmail.com. We are still compiling stories. Mm-hmm. We need to, like, seriously sit down and compile these so we can yeah. do that episode and not just keep talking about it. Seriously. But tell us how your parents used to scare you and behaving be it a vegetable goblin be it like an evil form of the tooth fairy be it monsters under the bed the boogeyman whatever email us those spoophour at gmail.com please do we'll read it just email us we love talking to you i feel like i saw something the other day that i was like oh shit yes that's a story for telling kids not to do thing oh but but now it's gone it's i can't remember what it was that i was reading i'm sure it'll come to you come to me this morning at the witching hour Anyway, thanks for listening. We hope you don't combust because then our numbers would go down. And we'd be sad because you'd be gone. That's the bigger, more important one. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Jen and Lindsay here from Corpus Delicti Podcast here to tell you to check out our show. If true crime is your thing, it's ours too. With a touch of lightheartedness and a dash of Southern charm. We cover compelling cases and crack them open for you. Serial killers, hitmen, historical hallmarks, we've got it all and bring you new episodes every Tuesday morning. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and most other podcast apps. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter too. That's C-O-R-P-U-S-D-E-L-I-C-T-I. See you Tuesday. Okay. Tessa Thompson is not there's a giant fucking spider on the floor. Oh, no. Okay, I'll take care of it. Thanks, Mom. You can probably just, like, shoo him out. He's real big. I'm so sorry. I promise this story is worth it. Come here, cat. Come here. Nope. Whence you came, foul beast. Think of this as a warm-up for your story. (laughs) You're safe now. Thank you, Mom. Anyway, I hate spiders. Called the uh oh, spelled like, like uh oh. Uh huh. Oh no. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. There's a spider on the floa. The floa. Oh God, Zelda! No, she'll eat it. Okay. Okay. Sometimes. Oh, I thought she was gonna poop. I didn't see the spider until she was after it. I thought she was like getting ready to like shit on the floor. No, she would never. No, she's okay. Sometimes, see, this is my concern. Sometimes she's like, look, mom, and she goes, and throws a spider at me. Okay. So, yes, take it that way. Good job, cat. Get it. We're going to put it on the combustion mantle. You son of a bitch. Actually, the mantle is right over a fireplace. Do you want me to get the spider? I've made it angry. Jesus Christ! It's so big. It had the chance to live. (sighs) Did you kill it? I did. Oh. It had a chance to live. I yeah. I'm sorry. Rest in peace, little buddy. All right, spiders and I have a deal.
He violated our agreement. If I had gone into his turf, he would try his damnedest to kill me. <laughs> this is going to be like a long series of bloopers at the end of the episode. Yeah. It's just the three stages of the spider saga. Anyway, so, yeah, 